Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Malloy Twins podcast. Before we get into things, I want to wish every single viewer a happy Christmas. Hope you've had a great time with friends and family and are looking forward to the new year. I know this is a kind of a weird time of year, in it between Christmas and New Year's Day. It's always you a bit like, nah, and it's Stevens' day, so it'll be a bit of football on today. So yeah, you're either going to have a, a great day or a shit yeah, day, yeah. depending on the results. <laughs> <laughs> but because this is our wrap-up episode of season one of the podcast, firstly, we want to just say a massive thank you from me and Lee to every single person for all the support, even the little things that you might just overlook, like a like or a share or a comment underneath or sending a link to a friend or something like that. Honestly, from both of us, it goes so much further than you'd even think and the love the respect the admiration we've got from people for uh, season one so far and how that all went has blown both of us away to be honest like we were literally just one random Wednesday I think it was <laughs> afternoon in September sitting in my nanny's uh, kitchen or sitting room, sitting room yeah. yeah with the phone down shooting a podcast there thinking you know what if we're gonna do we might as well do it properly we might as well get in touch with Dave, shout out Dave, the cameraman, to try to get things set up, King Dave Graham, (laughs) (laughs) and trying to do it right, because we had a message that we cared about, and we wanted to share with the world in a way that hopefully people will be open to hearing it, and from all the guests we've had on, all the stories we've been able to share, and all the conversations we've been able to have, I think we've succeeded so far, and started to share a little bit of that message with the world, but you haven't seen that yet, we have big things planned for 2024 and season two, so please stick around for that. But for today's episode, me and Lee have got some questions in from viewers. It's going to be the first time two of us sat down behind the mics without another guest to just let them talk for the full hour and a bit and take all the work off our shoulders. So we're going to work through some of the questions we get in. Thanks to everybody who submitted one. And I'm sure it will bring us down some rabbit holes and tangents that we didn't plan for, but we'll go down them anyways and see what happens. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the words of Conor McGregor, Conor's a tie, everyone. And did you, did you say that? With, yeah, did you say his Twitter voice now? No, I, I stopped watching them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. this is he started rapping Akon and one. I was like, yeah, oh, I yeah, might yeah. as well. There's all the quits there. It was when he said to you, I want to uh, nominate you to brush your teeth. Did he actually I say that in the voice now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought someone just cropped that into like no, a no, page. No, he he actually, that, yeah. that is, all right, that's guess. <laughs> that's Konosata, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't know what you're supposed to say. But Gorg Milamar got Konosata everyone. Konosata Shiv, I think, or something like that. Yeah, that's all I just wanted to show it because it was, it was, it was like, it was <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So we get cracking into the questions then and see where we go. First one submitted from uh, Alex Malloy. Oh, is it? Yeah, our little brother Alex. Like Alex. He was he was podcast manager for about a day and a half. Yeah, and he, he was. Off, yeah, yeah his, his fees were too high. Um, so question from Alex. The most enjoyable episode for each of you personally and a boy? Do you have an answer? Yeah, there's a couple of ways I could go about answering it. The most enjoyable one will probably be Keane's, right? And the reason for it is because the stage where Keane is at in his career and life in general, I suppose, those are the kind of people who, for me personally, I just think if you can get in front of those people and help at that stage of life. Now, I know Keane's maybe a little bit older, but like that stage of life where you're going after a goal, you haven't really achieved it yet. You're kind of going for it but there's a lot of I suppose paths you could take that might throw you off or there's probably a lot of temptation to quit or to give up and the fact that we could get him on to give number one give him a platform to hopefully get a bit more sponsorships you know get to share his message a little bit more that could help him on that journey is like something that I just like to be able to do if I can but then to be able to share that message with someone who's in and around his age who may be looking at not in the fighting world maybe, but business or like school or university or whatever else to show them there is a different pattern to be more relatable, I think, in that way. So I enjoyed it for that reason from the our perspective, being able to give back in a sense, to give platforms to people like that because 
those people are the ones who I think deserve it. But then also for the example that he can set for the next kid coming through, you know? Yeah, definitely. Which one's the camera? Shout out Ken Makamedov yeah. <laughs> from Dagestan, by way Westbourne. Westbourne, yeah. By way of Ken's a legend. I'd say my most enjoyable episode was probably on. Gorman. On Gorman, yeah. Yes, yeah, some episode. Just some like, episode. Because going into it, I didn't really know what way to go about it. Because like, yeah, like what happened to him was fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he can he speaks about it in a way that like there's like a, a sense not a sense of humor to it, but like he can see the the bright side of it. Yeah, he can make jokes about it. Somehow, it's not that deep. <laughs> um, so it was like one of those conversations where it's like, like I genuinely felt like I could have asked him anything. And yeah, there was like no reservations. Like, there was no question. Yeah, that was yeah, too yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, and then just like, just like sometimes I was just sit. It was like, almost like I was like watching from above, looking at him talking. <laughs> How is a human being capable of this? Ah, uh, I don't know. Like being put in that situation, I even left that episode thinking like, how blessed are we that you, if you wake up in the morning and you plan on going to gym or something yeah. and you, you can even have the conversation with yourself like, ah, well, I just leave this off and do it tomorrow instead. So you just take for granted how blessed you are to even be able to have that conversation and make that oh, decision. Everything, like Everything, scratch your nose. Yeah, fucking pull your boxers out of your arse, all that stuff, like, all those things. Like to be in his position and to carry yourself the way he carries himself yeah. is like, I don't know if I'd be capable of it. I'm sure probably before this happened to him, he probably didn't think. Yeah, he would have said the same thing. Yeah, one of those situations. But man, like when you talk like heroes, inspiration, stuff like that, owns up there. Right, do you know the way? Like in North Korea, everyone needs a picture of Kim Jong Un in their house. Yeah, I reckon everyone in everyone in Kazakhstan <laughs> a picture of Gorman in their house. Like, whenever you've been a pussy, whenever you don't want to, you don't want to go to the gym. You want to take the easy way out. You just have to go and look at the picture of Gorman. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Bow down and pray. <laughs> Say a prayer to. Saint Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. Actually, run it. Yeah, that goes. <laughs> cool. Right. What's the biggest mistake or lessons that you learned from season one? Oh man, there's loads. Pretty yeah. much every every episode I watch back, I'm like, most of it has got to do with either the way I phrase something. Right. Is like, I just like phrase things our way sometimes. <laughs> like, you know, you try to ask a simple question, but like you end up like putting in a lot of words that don't need to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just second question takes two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Haven't got to the like, right, was there a question in there somewhere? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then talking over, I guess. You know, like, you want you want to say your bit, but they're still saying their bit, yeah. and you don't really Shut up, you. This is my podcast. <laughs> Stop talking. Yeah, turn off his mic. Yeah. Yeah. But just, podcasts are weird, because, like, mm. you're basically <laughs> pretending that, not pretending, like, it is an authentic <laughs> conversation. Right, yeah, yeah. But it's also a conversation between, like, three or four people. That's also being watched by hundreds of other yeah, people. Yeah, so like I get you. you have to be aware of the fact that other people are listening, mm-hmm. but you don't have, you can't get too caught up in what the listeners are looking for. Experience, that you yeah, yeah. Because you want the conversation to be like as natural as possible. Yeah, I get you. But then sometimes you're like, is this too boring? Should we change move topic? Should we change onto something else? So yeah, it's yeah. Like a, it's like a, a dance, nearly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you? What's your I get biggest you. lesson? I'd say biggest lesson is probably being more open to going where the guest wants to go in some ways. Like, I'll go into a podcast episode. Best example is the Paddy Houlihan episode. Yes. Because yeah. I came into that with me. I just wanted to talk about his UFC career yeah, yeah. and how he got on in the UFC, but more importantly, like, the whole experience of when he got cut from the... or had to retire yeah, from the UFC because yeah, yeah. of the blood condition. Because, <laughs> like, I just put myself in that position. Like, right, I'm after grafting for years to get to this place. And now it's literally just been taken away from me from some blood condition that I've had all my life, but somehow it only yeah, pops yeah. up now as being an issue, you know, Actually, that way. You didn't read the book, didn't you? No, I haven't read it. So he was always aware of the blood condition. Okay, okay. He just kept it quiet. Ah, uh, okay. That would that would have been more questions. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> but, um, so that's where I would have 
liked to go with the episode and I think like I asked a question leading up to his martial arts yeah, career yeah, yeah. and then he went with it and then went down the route of the politics yeah, and all yeah. the rest and as I was sitting there I was like part of me inside wants to like just say alright Paddy that's cool man but like what about you you yeah, know yeah, the way but as I was listening to it I was like clearly he's just fucking passionate about this mm. this is what he wants to talk about you know and yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's our podcast, but at the same time, like this is his story that he's sharing. I think it would have been a terrible episode if I had to just tried to force him going down a, <laughs> a path that he doesn't want to talk about. You yeah, know, kind of yeah. like when we go on to things and they just want to talk about fitness. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care about fitness. Well, not that I don't care, but it's not what I'm here to talk about. It's not my yeah, message, yeah. you know. So, um, that would probably be my biggest takeaway that I'll use moving forward. Now is like have a rough idea where I'd like the conversation to go, but be open in the moment to yeah, like yeah. letting the guests no, come I think through. That's something we've both got better at. As the season went on. Yeah. Like that first episode with Kenny. I like, <laughs> I had a list of questions laying off. Yeah. Like, I was like going in for me like, like Piers Morgan going into yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, I knew exactly what I was going to say to that. Like he could have talked about the man on the moon and I still would have said, so do you have any superstitions before yeah. that point? Like I just knew what I was going to ask. Uh, because I was terrified. Yeah. Like, cameras, lights, microphone, fuck. Um, Actually that's something that no one asked but, Probably is a question people have built podcasts. Like, how do you find sitting talking into a microphone with a camera looking at you with lights and everything else shining down? I like the first, <laughs> the first minute and a half of like, every like episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. I always try to let you open up and get you to talk first. Because I just feel like, <laughs> shaking slowly. The I know this chair just be rattling sometimes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, if I'm doing the intro, like, I'll have practiced it in the car before times. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, in different voices and all like, so, Paddy Houlihan. <laughs> Paddy Houlihan. <laughs> like, which tongue will I use? <laughs> Definitely all I'm thinking it. But, um, yeah, it's you, you do forget about the camera after a while. Yeah, 100%. Even Alan said that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Once you kind of start talking and a bit of back and forth, you kind of, like, you know the camera's here, but you're not thinking about it being there. Mm, yeah. Well, you've, you've had a lot more experience than me talking in front of the cameras and stuff. How did you find it? Yeah, it was different because a lot of experience I have is on a laptop or something, you know, that way. So yeah, it's yeah. not quite in person. So that was a bit of a change. But you're right, after... After your first sentence kind of comes out and it kind of blows the cobwebs off a little bit. It's kind of like playing football or something. Do you know the way? Like leading into a match, you're kind of shitting yeah. it. And then like you're standing there on the pitch and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, don't pass the ball to me. <laughs> don't pass it to me. And then you get your first touch or something and then yeah, you kind yeah. of settle into it. Same thing here. It's like you'll go into it and you're kind of thinking, ah, not sure about this. I'm not sure where the conversation's going to go. If an hour and a half to fill, you know, yeah, <laughs> we have like three questions or whatever. But naturally things just kind of happen. <laughs> and then as you're sitting in it, stuff comes out. So. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's weird, yeah, it but like I obviously had the need to leave podcast that I done before doing this, and I think everyone should start a podcast or something similar to a podcast. Doesn't have to be necessarily talking on camera, but even if it's like sharing stuff on social media or whatever. But I think getting yourself to be able to think through things in real time and be yeah, able to yeah, express yeah. your opinions and like think clearly and communicate with someone else like those are all skills that doesn't matter what you do in life you don't have to talk to people do you know that way and be able to come up with ideas and thoughts opinions and kind of be quick on your feet and be able to respond and stuff so i think it's just it's like a skill set that you just get better at over time no definitely the um would you be one to when you're listening back to episodes actually do you listen back to the episodes after we record them i do yeah partially because we have to edit them but yeah, yeah. or do some edits but yeah i would listen back to them would you like beat yourself up if you made a mistake or if you said something harsh ways or whatever yeah. you, like reflecting on that or no, it wouldn't hit me too hard. I'd be, I'd like, I don't know what you say, like taking out of us or I was like, yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. like how I said that or, you know, just sh shut up talking or yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like something I noticed that I'd do a lot with guests would be the guests is talking and I'd be like, yeah, 
Yeah, you know, that way. And it's like, it's just un- un- unnecessary. It's not, it doesn't add anything. It's like, just shut up. <laughs> so there'd be little things like that that I'd acknowledge. And like, all right, going into the next episode, I'll just make sure yeah, I don't yeah. do that. But what about you? Would you beat I yourself up be about it? Yeah, yeah. I'll be listening back like, what the fuck did I say that? I say <laughs> Who's that little motherfucker? Oh, fuck, <laughs> it was me. <laughs> with the, I don't want the intro for the own episode. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and today we're joined with Owen I was like, that's, wit shouldn't be in that fucking thing. This is a Trinity <laughs> College English graduate here. Yeah, no. I'm like, why do I say it like that? <laughs> but then I was like, what do you be like, do you reckon if I just like somehow clip out that part and, and put in, in. myself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and th- but then after a while, he's like, oh, just, just let it go. That's it. Oh, I think you always just blow up in your own mind, don't you? Like how big of a deal this is going to be. And yeah, then. Yeah. And nobody knows. No one acknowledges, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What's the next question? Next question. If you could have anyone on the podcast, who would it be? Boy, begin again, yoga. Yes. Uh, alive or dead or irrelevant? Just anyone. I know who your answer is going to be, but yeah, go on, anyone. Right, actually, you, test, test the twin knowledge here. Who do you think my answer would it be? Christy Dignam. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> What a man. Both what was it about him? Because you've answered that like three or four times now. It's always been Git Dignam. What is it about Christy Dignam that strikes a chord with you? I think it was like the the fact that he was not very well. Like he was Dublin. Like he was very unpolished. Do you yeah, know, yeah. See, like, like he came up at the same time as like U2 and Bono. Did he? Things like that. Jesus. Like Aslan, U2 around the same time. Right. And I was like, you two are like obviously very like mainstream mm-hmm. on in America and all. Whereas like there was just something about Aslan, just raw, yeah, yeah. It was like unedited, unfiltered, yeah, yeah. And Christy, I think, was like the perfect like face of that. Whereas like he had like an amazing voice and had so yeah. much potential, but he also had a lot of demons and a lot of like bad habits mm. and stuff like that. And it's like he almost everyone tries to like downplay the fact that they're like a little bit fucked up, yeah. Whereas like I feel like he was just. He, he recognised his fuck-ups, but also knew that his fuck-ups made him who he was. Really? Okay. And it's like, he without, obviously everyone looks back and be like, oh, but if only he hadn't done drugs, mm. or hadn't done, but it's like, if he hadn't done that, you wouldn't be who he is. Yeah, he's and not like, Christy Dignam. Yeah. And like in his book, he comes across like that as well. Like you can tell mm. that. There's obviously like a level of, it wasn't a smart move to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also like, if I was to go back and undo that, I wouldn't be who I am. Mm. Like, and I wouldn't have the life, the family that I have. Right, yeah, that. I get you. So I think that was just an honesty to him. Uh, and mm. I think like he was just the perfect like that area in the, in Irish society. Like when heroin started coming out and stuff like that, and like it was cool and all this sort of stuff. Mm. And big punk music scene and like the big recession at the time, all that sort of stuff. So like, and I think he just like embodied like a certain moment in Irish history. Yeah, I get you. Quite well, and then he was just killed too. So. <laughs> Is the matter that's something that sticks out? Someone's honest. Oh, that's like, like what the, the fuck? <laughs> the older I get, that's the most admirable. It is, isn't it? People, yeah. That's like that should just be basic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to admit they're fucked up. No. They have fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all want it's to like mad. give this. Even like on the podcast sometimes, I'd feel like, not that I like, have anything particularly controversial. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. You know, I almost kind of feel myself like wanting to hold back in case somebody mm. takes something the wrong way. Yeah, or, like, yeah, I get you. I get you. gets like used against you somehow. Definitely. Whereas like, if you just own, own your truth and your fuck ups, nobody can really use them against you. True, yeah, you can just live with them and yeah, yeah, at least be at peace with the fact you said what you meant to say yeah. as opposed to hit it in. But as you ask, you answer first who your uh, your dream guest would be if we're walking it's, off, that has to be alive, it has to be alive. Uh, it's actually changed recently enough <laughs> from the last time I answered. Uh, no, not because right. I'm annoying, just because I was 
thinking through who I'd like to speak to if I could have a conversation with someone, I'd pick Sir Alex Ferguson. Really? Yeah. yeah. Don't know why. I think it's obviously United fans, so there's all that. But also the fact that he probably hasn't got long left. So if you're ever going to chat to him, you probably want to do it soon. <laughs> you know, that way. So, But what he achieved, studied a little bit about his life growing up just as a United fan and like his journey and then what he was able to do as a football manager and all that all the rest of that crack and then also like the fact he his wife died and his well one of his best mates Bobby Charlton died yeah, yeah, yeah. both within like a couple of weeks of each other so like thankfully I haven't been in that position yet but I've, as everyone gets older like death is just part of life in it you know that way and we're all gonna be like I even think it is sometimes with me you Alex and Jado so there's four of us yeah four yeah. boys four brothers and there's gonna be one of us who goes to every brother's funeral but doesn't have any brother left to go to his own? Yeah, it won't be me. I'm going first. The <laughs> <laughs> <Just> spice bags. <laughs> Take that call. <laughs> but like stuff like that, I always think of as like part of like success in life is experiencing deaths of everyone you love. Because if you succeed as in living a long life, a long and healthy life, then you're probably going to outlive yeah, yeah. a lot of the people who you love. And it's like, Jesus, that's fucking rough, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit fucked up. And like, even if you think of what would be a successful life for us in terms of like being healthy and happy is like there's lots of good stuff but part of that then is you're gonna bury your ma you're gonna bury your dad you're gonna bury your nanny you're gonna bury i know man i know yeah it is gone but like those are things i think i don't even know why we went down this i was about the podcast (laughs) guest dead or alive but it's like stuff like that that always comes up and like fucking hell's life it's interesting it is messed up it is but yeah sir alex (laughs) ferguson will be the podcast guest that i go on to just to chat about probably you know to try to get some in behind the scenes scoops and stuff like that you know yeah, yeah, just yeah. as a united fan and stuff growing up it'd be cool yeah no it definitely would be i don't know who i'd pick now if i had to be alive i think i answered conor mcgregor before you did yeah you said conor. i think it, like regardless of your opinion of him like i'd love to have a like, imagine having 90 minutes just to uh like a 90 minute sit there because like any interviews you see one they're always like quite short yeah, very short. And, I, I and very stupid. It's like they just asked the most basic. Yeah, yeah, Connor, yeah. when's your comeback? And like given this documentary, you got an insight into like his mentality towards training and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But it was like to actually like pick his brain, like his struggles, his demons, even the the, the stuff that got reported on him. You know, like yeah. hitting a man in the pub or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ask him about it. In the non judgmental like I think most people who went if someone was going to interview Conor McGregor, it would either go, like, they just love him, so it would just be, like, praise. Yeah. Or they'd, like, already hate him. So yeah. it would just be, like, trying to attack They know him what they're like, trying to do, Thinking yeah. the headlines will get out of this. Like, I'd love to just sit down and have an honest, like, cup of tea, honest conversation. Like, why'd you do that? Like, what, what was the thought process behind that? It's like, all right, cool. Do you, do you wish I hadn't done it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, I don't know. Does he forgive you? Do you forgive yourself? All this sort of stuff. Like, just a genuine... I feel like most... It's hard to get, like... A genuine side to people in the spotlight because they already know that like there's an agenda ah oh, big time yeah, yeah. On them. big time and uh it's quite fucked up so i'd love to be able to like just have a genuine sit down even if we didn't record it yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to sit down and pick his man because uh i think regardless of what you think from like for a generation of probably more young men but i say some young women too like mm-hmm. he was the face of chase your dreams big time what he achieved was you just don't get enough credit for it like what the Fucking fuck madness what the fuck and like if you not to keep on harping on about Paddy Houlihan's book yeah yeah <laughs> but he talks a lot about the like kind of the obviously that there was like a, a time in M- Irish MMA where like there was a few people coming up yeah but McGregor was like kind of at the spearhead of that and uh does he speak about in the book was Connor always like the best out of the bunch or he didn't go into uh skill wise right although like he did mention that like 
kind of like from as soon as he started, he was like just naturally just talk to her. very good at it. Yeah, but like more, he was like he said like I think he was on a training camp in Iceland or something like that. Right. Like he was sharing a an apartment or a room with Connor. And he would like Connor would be like in the middle of the night, like Paddy would wake up like in the middle of the night and Connor would be like on his iPad watching boxing videos or like technique mm. breakdowns and stuff like that. So he just seemed like obsessed. The obsessiveness, yeah, um, which obviously worked out worked quite well for him. It did, it did. It's weird, isn't it? All those people who achieve so much, there's always like uh, the obsessiveness benefits them in s- so many ways, but then it like pulls back. Yeah. There's like a give and a take, all that stuff. It's mad because I'm reading Elon Musk's book at the minute, and that's the same sort of thing. Is like he has all these personality traits that make him so successful, and in the same ways makes him so shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good, like, caught me. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, would you like to be him? Like for his money, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, for everything else, probably not. It's like if you knew the full story of what yeah, came yeah, with yeah. being this. Per- I think Elon even said that on a podcast. He's like, most people think they want to be me, but yeah, like yeah. if they knew and about my life, they wouldn't want to be me. Yeah. <laughs> Just funny. That's true. Right. So what do you do if a guest says something on the podcast and then wants to take it out later? <laughs> we're actually, we're, we're grand with this sort of stuff. Yeah. There is some podcasts out there uh, that make Won't you sign it. a release, like a waiver. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like once you mm. come on the podcast, you sign this thing saying like, the content is the podcast. To do right, so they own it. And I don't have any rights uh, to like, say, yeah, we did this, I don't do that. Okay. I, I'd hate to do that to somebody. Yeah, no. Like, I wouldn't do it. I'd also hate to have the reputation of somebody who done that. Yeah. Like, because if you think about it, right, most of the most of the time if they're asking for something to be removed, it's because it's like potentially controversial. Yeah. And um, if you're putting it out there, you're putting it out there because you know it's probably going to get a lot of clicks yeah, click or something, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't think, like regardless of how much it blew up, I don't think the damage it would do to your reputation. Like what guests would want to come on your podcast then? Yeah. And if they did come on, they'd be like, it'd be so fabric. Like, they'd yeah, they'd be, be reading walking on eggshells. Yeah, because yeah, they already know if they it's going to go out there. So I'd much rather, like if a, if a guest turned around to us and said, that whole podcast I'm not happy with can you just not put it out I genuinely would have no issue not putting it out I'd be a bit like upset because we spent the money making the podcast yeah, and the time and all that, yeah. but like at the end of the day I'd rather have the relationship with the guests than Defo. the reputation of something yeah, people over. yeah 100% play long term games in there that's it so you just born a relationship just to get one yeah, episode yeah. out there and then it's like you get tarnished or tired of that brush of like oh yeah these boys just put out something just to Say something controversial and get a click yeah. or get a view over. And like even some guests say to us before they come on, uh, like, can I see that back? Before yeah, before. And we always would. And ge- genuinely, if, like, if, if they want something removed, it's like, all right, just oh, tell yeah. me like, what minute it's in. Yeah, it's like minute 105 to minute yeah, 216 yeah. or something. Clip that like, out. Yeah, sweet, no problem. Um, so yeah, no, I don't agree with I think it should be, uh, whatever you put out there, you should, the, the person who gave the interview or whatever yeah, should, should be, be okay yeah, with Yeah, 100%. It. 100%. Especially because on a podcast, like sometimes... No, you just say stuff that <laughs> yeah, just in the moment, yeah, or even like a joke that in your head sounded funny, but came yeah, out the wrong way. Like you see it all the time on social media where stuff gets taken out of context yeah, or yeah, yeah. can be clipped up, and like it might have made complete sense when you said it in the conversation, but when you take it as a 10 second clip, it's like it comes across as I don't know, insulting or whatever yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. So I completely understand that. Uh, do you have a sign when one of you wants to say something so you don't talk over each other? Only if I need to go for a piss break. Yeah, just piss break. I just, I just start like... <laughs> yeah, like the legs start like, running. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm going for a piss. Would you ever shut up? I know, <laughs> looking at the clock, like, I won't make it. Yeah. I won't make so, it. Obviously, people don't see it in the podcast, but like sometimes you do have to like stop recording for a few minutes to go. Yeah, we don't do it like Joe Rogan style. Yeah, yeah. Take a piss break. Yeah. 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 Want a joint? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we talked about that before as well, because sometimes you'd have a question and I'd have a question based off something the guest said. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we don't want to be like... Competing with each other to get there first. Yeah. So sometimes, like, it is just the case that whoever opens their mouth first gets asked the question. 
other times like I can kind of obviously when I'm sitting looking at the sometimes guests, you can feel it when yeah, the other person has a question like I can I can see you out like the corner of my eye and I can see like if you're like probably like sitting up forward like that yeah like, grabbing like, the mic you probably <laughs> have something to say here, so I'll leave it, it has, actually hasn't been that big of an issue though to be fair like I can't think of any real times where no. created a problem or anything like that it's like I think people are think like it's just big a regular time. conversation. Big time, yeah. Like if you were in a if you were in a mate's guy from those trees and you had a question and your mate had a question, like what way would you do it? Like you wouldn't think about it. It, it just happens naturally, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> but yeah, we we don't have a sign. No. Also, because we like see side by sides, like we couldn't really do something that is yeah, uh, yeah. goes under the radar because the guests looking straight at us. So now maybe we'll get like a blanket or something. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, like, do you ever see like some game shows where like there's a buzzer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lee, it is your question. <laughs> but I know for a fact if I had to like do that as soon as came, I forget what question I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just do focus. It's like in those game shows, and it's like yeah, yeah. Force what, yeah, What's yeah. the capital of Kenya? <laughs> oh, bollocks! <Yeah. laughs> and then the sounds goes, "Oh, it was Nairobi." I knew that. <laughs> How do you just prepare for the podcast when you just have a guest coming on? <laughs> There's actually like such a difference between that first episode with Kenny. Oh, oh geez, you didn't spend, sleep, yeah. Oh, I spent the whole weekend watching every Kenny Egan interview under the sun. <laughs> I could have read his life story on it. Yeah, yeah. Day. You're doing like method acting <laughs> and living Actually, Kenny's life. Huh? He could have not shown up and I could have. Yeah, you could have done it for him, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick the polo oh, on. Come over. <laughs> Whereas like now, like I don't do any real research. Obviously, yeah, yeah. you do like like for the Paddy when I read his book. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that was out, like I was genuinely interested Interesting. in him as well. Um but yeah, at the start I would definitely like would want to know like every interview they ever done mm-hmm. all the questions they've been asked can i ask an original question yeah all that sort of stuff whereas now i'm kind of just like i'd rather just let the conversation flow and try see where it goes yeah, and take it or, yeah try force it in a direction big time what about you i do i do enough to have an idea of the guest like background and things like that but again i think because of the style of podcast we've done we haven't necessarily been doing it of like trying to talk about a current event or something that's happening yeah. so there hasn't been a real agenda it's more so like getting a person on and just chatting to them and seeing where it goes so i like to have a bit of a background especially because of like with the book we know what the five rules are yeah, yeah, within yeah. that and that was kind of the concept for the podcast yeah, so yeah. if you could find like how do the rules relate to the guests throughout their journeys and be able to touch on those like that can be cool to share but yeah. i listen to some interviews they might have done a lot of them have been on previous podcasts so listen to those do a bit of reading about them but i wouldn't be trying to like memorize date the birth and, yeah. and all that crack either i feel like you're better at that than me yeah with the like not that the conversations are ever structured but you always get like the the motivational or like the sort of the piece and like the adversity piece right, yeah, yeah, yeah like you're always like able to go deeper with that like mm. you know oh, well, i will i'm trying to think of an example nothing's coming to mind <laughs> but like, you you're able to get to that bring it back to that depth of like you know what was the biggest struggle that overcame or like yeah you know, yeah whereas like, i feel like i kind of get lost in this like i'd be sitting there like with jackie fox i was like oh what didn't call get a mcdonald's like what was the order it's like has absolutely no relevance to like anyone's <laughs> life boys generally <laughs> starving sitting there yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, chicken nuggets now. go on what, what sauce did she get <laughs> yeah. but, so i feel like that's like some people have said to me as well like they feel like that's a good balance yeah dynamic between us yeah yeah it's like you get like the lightheartedness but also the sort of depth to it as well i like it next one did anything surprise you that your guests said or shared um not really there was no i mean like obviously the jackie story like yeah i didn't understand the level of bullying and stuff like that so yeah like, big time. in that sense own i didn't understand the complications that came with yeah. his accident but nothing where i was like on the edge of my seat like oh my god i can't believe this mm. um 
But I think more like like the Paddy Hill line won't surprise me. In terms of, I knew politics would come up. Yeah, I just didn't think it would be there so quick. <laughs> it came up so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like kind of it's good as well because then, like I, I I didn't go into that podcast knowing that that's the way it was going to go. Yeah. So you have to think on your feet then, mm-hmm. and then like you have two options. You can either be like consciously trying to force it back in another direction, mm-hmm. or just adapt to the conversation and be like, oh, I agree with that. I don't really. Agree. What do you mean by that? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, none of it was shocking. It was just more like. It was interesting to see how complicated it can be to just have a normal conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can really overthink it. Ah, <laughs> big time. Completely. Just derail the conversation because you're like, shit, I should say something here. Yeah. <laughs> or I need to have, like, a really profound question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Even, like, in regular conversations. Nowadays, I just find, like, I nearly go into podcast mode. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if I was going, like... I would say, like, you were out on a night out or something and you went up and, like, seen this nice looking board. <laughs> and you, like, you walk up, like... Regularly, you just look like you want to drink or something. Yeah, yeah. Sure, straight away, it'd be like some deep question. <laughs> <laughs> so the question our last guest asked. <laughs> so you're wearing a red top. What does red mean to you? Yeah. Like Stephen Bartley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, I wouldn't. It didn't surprise me most of it, but like obviously we have the benefit of knowing who the guest is, so we can do a bit of research. Like Jackie's episode, for example. Before her coming on, I knew about Jackie and Nicole because they were local, but I didn't know the story really. Yeah, I knew yeah. Nicole had committed suicide and her mom tried to get a law passed to make suicide or online bullying uh, illegal, but that was it. And then hearing her go into the depth of like what was shared, like so many people have asked me or asked us, how did you just not cry in that episode or like how did you just keep a straight face or whatever? But I think we have the benefit of doing our research and kind of knowing the story before it's like, me sitting here on the sofa wasn't the first time hearing it. I'd hear it, listen to other podcasts she'd been on and speaking about it and stuff. So it didn't surprise me, but the first time I heard it being told, like the level of bullying, the how quickly it just descended into that, like, and obviously the knock-on effect then of what's happened there and then how that's carried on into yeah, Jackie's yeah. life and her family's life. Like, and the Nina conversation was the same as well, to be fair, of um, Jean's sister committing suicide. And then yeah, that... Mad ripple effect coming through to Christopher and the kids is like it's easy just to get caught up in like the single event as opposed to thinking like life is lots of single events that happen and like how one knocks on to the next yeah, to the yeah. next to the next and like when you're seeing that and then see the ripple effect and then 18 years later however long her son killed herself and like mm-hmm. the knock on effect of that on that family and the wider community like Nina have now yeah, and stuff yeah. like it is that's surprising just to see the depth of it all um, but it wasn't surprising to hear it because again we could do the research beforehand but just to see those and I mean I can't not mention Owen as well like yeah, yeah. it's a surprise there being like how his outlook on life has evolved since going through the accident because most people I'm sure would just end up in a state of like probably suicidal or you know wanting mm-hmm. to, to end it or not continue and the way he's able to somehow take it in a stride and talk about it openly and go on with life living with it as opposed to in spite of it is Admirable, so say those are the big things. Yeah, life is fucked, isn't it? <laughs> this isn't really a great one for Steve's day, isn't it? Meant to be like all jolly and stuff. No, <laughs> it is beautiful, but you know, it, it is it's mad. it's the whatever the what's the opposite of beautiful ugliness, maybe something something yeah. that not quite ugliness, but it's like those moments in life that are hard and dark are the ones that make you appreciate then the delight and the beauty that comes after it. So, yeah. so you couldn't have a beautiful life without having struggles or difficulties, but yeah, you're right. Sometimes life is fucked. Yeah, it just doesn't really make sense. It doesn't. <laughs> Isn't that weird how like we spend so long just trying to figure out what is the point of life and all like religions and like all these things we try to grab on to try to find meaning in. It's mad. 
And dogs just get up, scratch the arse, sit in the sofa for a while. It's like sometimes you just wake up in the morning and they're just not arsed anymore. Like with anything. Like you could be in a relationship, happy as Larry going to bed and you wake up the next morning, I think I want to be single. Yeah, had a bad sleep. (laughs) There's no reasoning behind it. Like it's just, just humans are complicated, isn't it? (laughs) So complicated, so irrational sometimes, like so emotional. Takes it over. I think that's all the questions. How do you prepare? Yeah, the only other question. Oh, sorry, no, I missed one here. What was the biggest standout moment from all your episodes for you? Standout moment. Standout moments. Oh, man. That's a tough one. Do you have anything in mind? No, there's no real... I'm trying to think now. Nothing that sticks out to me as being like, oh, shit, when they said this. Yeah, yeah. Like, it hit me in the feels or anything like that. What 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 episode were you, like, most impressed with in terms of, like, you went into one not knowing how it would go and then walking out, but you were like, oh, that was actually there. Um, probably Owen or Enya, I'd say. Yeah? Yeah. Owen, we spoke about Owen loads of times, so obviously for obvious reasons, but for Enya, like, the level of... I'm not even sure what the word is, almost like depth that she had been able to get to with like the comedy, like being able to share some stuff around her process for creating shows or like things like that. They're always stuff that I, I think I said on the episode, I don't think I ever really gave comedians enough credit for yeah, the job yeah. they do because you think they're just funny people. It's like, oh, that's not a skill. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it obviously is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. when you know someone who's funny, you think, oh, it's just someone who's naturally funny, you know, like yeah, there's yeah. loads of people like that, but like there's a difference between just being funny in a conversation versus actually being a comedian and being able yeah, to yeah, yeah create a live show that you run for an hour being funnier, you know, being able to build a profile and sketches and stuff like that and hearing her being able to share some of her processes, even her story of how she ended up in that. It's like, you know, working shit jobs and an internship and going home and Googling how to make money without doing that and (laughs) like trying to figure out life and somehow landing on comedy, which is probably not an industry most people would even consider going into. Would you do a stand-up? I'd give it a bash. Give it a bash. Yeah. I feel I, I don't know actually. <laughs> you have the potential to be good at it, right? But you're also, uh, I think you're like more naturally in serious mode, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely will be. Yeah. So you would have to like you tap have to into have a few it. Drinks first. A couple of Jack Daniels of whiskey, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A few whiskeys, Sadie Cokes, yeah. <laughs> Stumbling on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like the idea that you know you could or and he was able to come on and like share those things and then speak about what she's achieved her goals and stuff like that it's just a cool episode I knew a bit about her from being local but I didn't know yeah, yeah. too much you know that way so being able to have her on share those things was and the fact she's local from Clondalkin as well you know flying the flag and a female in an industry that's I'm sure probably mostly male dominated at least up to the last few years and stuff yeah, like yeah. that bit pointer stuff just a cool story definitely the um this always happens so go blank <laughs> Shooting blanks again. <laughs> Keep that to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Um, I don't know. It's completely gone. It's something got to do with Enya. It's something about oh yeah, because people always ask us. You can tell the process. Right? Of, yeah. Obviously, like Enya is a regular woman, but she has a big following, a big size profile. Yeah. And then we don't. 
<laughs> how do we get not people yet. on? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. How, how, people obviously always ask us, how do we get people on the podcast? On. Like, how do you get guests? Yeah, it's, it's a good question because we were asking ourselves if we're fucking ages at the start as well. Fucking pulling anyone at Bono Oak Shops. Like, do you want to come on the podcast? Yeah, want to come on? Office, yeah, yeah. Want to on the podcast episode? <laughs> so uh, the way that we've kind of built at the start definitely was just like, who do we know? What contacts yeah. do we have? So Kenny, for example, lead us boxing classes. Kenny's the coach, so that was an easy one to kind of try put together. Keen's a local lad from Bono Oaks. You were able to get in touch with him handy enough. His friends were a little bit of Alex. Jay, we knew Jay from when we released the book. Mm-hmm. Met up and gave him a copy of the book. So like kind of using contacts we just had as much as possible and trying to keep it like people who embody the message that we were trying to share anyways. It wasn't just yeah, like yeah. any random person to come on in. Trying to keep it on brand, but at the same time knowing that like... <laughs> We were limited in terms of who would actually yeah, want to be flexible. Yeah, exactly. Because like we weren't being I'm not even sure what the word is, but like we understood our standing in the podcast game, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> we knew we had fucking nothing to just offer problems, anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'd give them a free book just to be like, here, <laughs> thanks for your time. Because like we didn't have a big following, not a big audience really, didn't really have much going on. So it was like we just take it and try roll with it and do the best we could. And after we got the first, I'd say, four or five episodes published and released. And people are sharing them around. People are starting to talk about them a little bit. It starts opening up to bigger audiences then and new people start to see it and you get more followers on Instagram. So I think yeah, that's yeah. the biggest thing that helped us. But like if you walk backwards, let's say if we had an average, we could have easily just said, oh, do you know what? Let's not launch a podcast. Let's just try to get loads of guests booked in first and like wait forever to try to hear back from yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think it was the fact we are willing to work with what we had and make that the best use of it we possibly could, like get resourceful with it. That started to open up other doors and then the likes of Enya, um, Paddy Houlihan, people like that we were able to get in touch with and they could come onto our page then and see, oh shit, this isn't just some scam, like these are legit. Yeah. There is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there is podcast clips there. They could go onto YouTube, Spotify, see the episodes, see the feedback, etc. So that builds your sort of credibility and trust with people and then that kind of builds on to the next. So yeah, just started off, who do we know? Who are we interested in talking to? how can we try and twist them <laughs> to come on the podcast and then from there it kind of grew legs of its own yeah yeah there's not really like there's no magic oh, there's, <laughs> if there was magic we fucking missed that yeah, lesson somewhere nobody <laughs> yeah. told us about that <laughs> we missed out on that one well I have to say of, of everything that everything we've learned actually because that was a question wasn't what's the biggest lesson you yeah, learned yeah 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 the biggest like revolutionary thing from season one for me was finding that AI software thing for the clips Obis Ah, oh, uh, Jay Cavanagh. Shout out Jay Cavanagh. He's the one who recommended yeah, it to us. That was revolutionary. <clears throat> Before, I used to clip everything up on yeah. Taco and do all the captions. It was like, you'd be cross-eyed after making one video. <laughs> like it, literally, you'd be 20 minutes like making one video. Oh, and then all of a sudden, there's this thing where you just paste the link of the file or whatever. Tell, <laughs> like, you can do a time range of how long you want the clip yeah, to clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. press a button and then there's like 20 of them enough you. Job done. Madness. So yeah, if you're into podcasts or anything where you're taking clips and stuff, use Opus, O-P-U-S. They don't sponsor us. If they I want don't. to, they're more than welcome to. But <laughs> don't even sponsor us. Just give us money back for the yeah, We got a Black Friday discount, so yeah, they probably won't. <laughs> but yeah, lifesaver. Um, that's all in terms of the questions that we have from guests. Liam Obel, I've got some questions as well that I want to ask <laughs> you, my friend. And... If I look back on the Malloy twins as a whole, not not a whole, like not the past 25 odd years, but yeah, yeah. a whole is in the podcast, lifestyle, <laughs> the book and the podcast. Yeah. One big moment that stands out for me, for you, is when we got to meet Ian Gary. Because yeah. I, I remember how like big that was for you at the time, because obviously UFC fans and stuff like that, and you'd gone through the efforts of trying to arrange that and trying to figure it all out and logistically set up and all that crack. 
how did it feel for you like standing in the room with him giving him a copy of the book that we just made from scratch <laughs> like literally <laughs> just an idea put together somehow got published got it out there and then you're standing there handing it to someone who like you'd look up to in some ways and be able to like holy shit how did this happen <laughs> yeah true i never really thought of it like that it was more a relief when it happened because yeah fucking hell the amount of running around we done madness um yeah it was a weird one i was like also like <laughs> it was fanboying as well. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. So, did you ever train with like Leon Edwards? I remember, yes. Uh, <laughs> you know? like, Donna, you knew well he's trained with yeah. Leon Edwards as well. <laughs> so, have you met like Alex Pereira? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know Dana? <laughs> Who do you think would win in a fight, like Conor McGregor or the Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> like, probably a fanboy. Uh, but yeah, it was. It's like you're in those moments, it was the same with the president. Like, you don't really appreciate yeah, the definitely. moment when you're in it. It's only looking back that you're like, holy shit, that was mad. <coughs> but Ian was sound like he was yeah, you know, dead getting on. loud of shit at the moment. Big slack. When this is ill, he'll have 26th. Yeah, he'll have fought. He'll have fought and won. days earlier. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's uh, <laughs> anyone who does fighting and has a bit of, not even a bit of an ego, because like, Whatever, everyone has a bit of an ego, but like, yeah. it's a bit loud mm. in their view of themselves. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Painted like, I think I can't Yeah, I don't really think it's fair to come. Like, every everyone who fights in some way from Ireland and who started around the Conor McGregor area Will be looks bit, up to yeah, Conor McGregor yeah, yeah. for for his fighting prowess or whatever. But I feel like he kind of he like he likes the attention that that sort of stuff brings to him. Mm. Like, not that he uh, isn't an attention seeker or whatever, but like, he knows that at the end of the day, the money comes from the attention that you can get and the eyeballs yeah, yeah, you have yeah, on yeah. you. And it's it's easier to be hated than to be loved. Big time. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, when all that shit started coming up about his like, wife and all, uh, I sent that a message. Oh, did you send yeah, that message? Just yeah. to have her number. He's like, what's <laughs> up? No, listen. I was uh, just saying like, oh, I've seen all that shit online. Hope you're doing well, blah blah blah. And she got back to me and she was like, oh, thanks very much. Yeah, it's hard at the moment. But it's like, it's a weird world, isn't it? It's um. like, <laughs> you can literally, at the top of a button, give someone abuse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like back in the past. Like, someone who would fucking bat you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, no one, you don't have to deal with the consequences like, of it, yeah. Like, a hundred years ago, if you wanted to give someone abuse in America, you either had to like send a letter. <laughs> like, get like, get a boat. A or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, nowadays, you can just type out a big thing. Send it around the internet. Direct to their DMs, yeah. And like it is true as well that uh, bad news spreads faster than good news. Yeah, fact. Like if he had a donated, I don't know, 100 grand to your lady's hospital, yeah. might have got like some headlines. But like if he comes out and says something negative about somebody or whatever, mm-hmm. or does something a bit weird, that's like everywhere. Everyone cares yeah, about yeah. it. We're interesting creatures, aren't we? <laughs> I have a question for you though. Go on. Because I know the, the Paddy Houlihan episode was very politics heavy. Yeah, and you're kind of like, not that you're not into politics, but you don't really follow it. And it's like the Irish political system doesn't really like interest you enough to mm-hmm. <laughs> like understand it or study it to any level. Did you find yourself kind of like it was very adept? Like the conversation, you weren't really able to engage with the conversation, or did you feel like you were? Yeah, good question. Actually, a little bit. Some of the stuff he was saying. Like, I don't really understand the structures of politics. I was in, like, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael are together versus Sinn Féin, but they're not together because they're separate parties, but, like, they join a coalition to, like, get into power, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you need a certain number of seats to be in power and blah. Like, all that shit, I don't really get it. But, like, he explained some stuff in ways that was very easy to 
put yeah. into context or like put into examples of things. Like I don't understand the whole like what do Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael even stand for? Like why are they are they <laughs> against each other? Is it the same shit with a different label on it? Like but I can understand the idea of like two lads on a schoolyard ganging up on one person being like, uh well the, the person who's on his own could have like the right answers, let's say, or have ideas for what should happen to make things yeah, better. Yeah. But the, the other two are stronger. They have more powers. So I was like, doesn't who gives a fuck what the other fella says, you know, that way we'll do what we want to do sort of thing. So like putting it in those sort of ways to understand, to be honest, actually made me much more interested in trying to figure out politics. And I don't know if it's just like a working class sort of thing or based on where you grow up or whatever else, but I almost, before that episode or before I'd kind of get into listening to Patty talk about it on other things, I almost kind of felt like they almost tried to dress politics up in a way where you we won't get interested in it yeah, yeah. like people from where we're from sort of like won't give a fuck because everyone just paints as like you know, politicians you know blah yeah, blah yeah. blah so like, to an extent yeah but as you like dig into like i didn't realize how big of an, an impact some of those bills he was speaking about could have or like how they go about different like the covid situations or the housing crisis or like all these things it's yeah, like yeah. just how much of an influence things are that can just fly under the radar that we'll have no idea of and the way that he put it was like the government are there to serve the people it's not the other way around it was like but by people like me for example who aren't really into it aren't clued up if there's a vote on like i might vote i might not vote if i do my research i might know who i want to vote for i might not it's like we're actually just giving the power away then you know that way so definitely open your eyes to stuff like that and i think he was able to like articulate stuff in a way that was very easy to understand for someone who hasn't really delved too much into it yeah we're checking Malloy Twins. Presidential, Presidential run? Uh, run you have to be 30 or something, innit? Yeah. But twin years just put us together. We can run as one person. If you are president, actually, fuck, forget president, right? Maybe that's a bit ambitious, right? <laughs> but say you are like... Actually, that's another thing about Ireland. Is, is it better to be a president or a Taoiseach? Like, well, if you want less work and a better gaff, president. President. <laughs> if you want more power. Y- who actually Taoiseach. has... So Taoiseach has more power than the president, is it? Yeah. 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 Like, even that's... <laughs> All the president does is sign off on Yeah, stuff. yeah. And invite two twins in for a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> and some other stuff. <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, if, 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 if you are like, you'd probably have to create a new position for this. But basically, if you could do whatever the fuck you wanted to Dublin. Dictator. Yeah, dictator D- Dublin. Right, just Dublin. <laughs> oh. There's a few ways I could go about this. You could go like. I know one thing I'd definitely do. Really moral, spice bag related. No. No? What is it? See that fucking walking sound roundabout? Ah, oh. <laughs> I'd get, get every digger in the country <laughs> and just uplift that thing and figure out. Like, that thing's like the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, like man. Some cars enter Many men have never come, come out. Yeah, yeah. That's a Fact. scary place. I remember, like, the probably like the sixth or seventh driving lesson I ever done. Yeah. He took me to the walking sound roundabout. Yeah, yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know what the lesson <laughs> there was. was like. He's trying to kill you. Oh, man. Like, I've been driving now for like You just had him here. He probably had a fight with the missus on the way out the yeah, door. He was wanted, wanted, wanted out. Like, I've been driving <laughs> four or five years and I'm still looking at that. Like, I don't know what lane I'm supposed to be in here. And I don't that's, think that's it. Yeah, I don't think there is. I think it's just it's a free fall, get on it? and get off. Yeah, <laughs> Figure it out as you're there. Try not to crash. Like, I'd park up my car and pay someone to tow it off to the right exit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and get back in the car. Get Drag, a taxi yeah, to the right exit. <laughs> Sometimes like, they're just looking at it. Like, that's just thinking. Oh, and there's a, it never stops. It's like a little merry-go-round or something. So yeah, I'd probably, I'd back you in that one. Yeah. Outside of that, ah, uh, don't know. I'd have to think, I'd have to think for something like proper. Because obviously there's lots of shit you could start with. Um, don't know, I'll probably do something gym related. Make my life a bit easier. 
wave gym fees or something like that. <laughs> Healthy initiative, you know that way. That actually, the government should do like subsidies. They should. Like, I've been thinking this for years. Like I remember when I was. S- 14 onwards up until I actually start working properly I used to do a paper around the Echo and I'd get like between 10 and 20 euro a week off that and I'd save that and that would be my gym money so you're paying like 40 euros a month for the gym like some months I'd only make 40 euro not that way yeah, yeah. it's like if there's something you could do to help people get more in, like if we're pushing a healthy initiative or you're pushing people to try to get more active and do more like give them a fucking dig out yeah. try and incentivize it a little bit you know True. that's actually there's, that's three things now. If I was running, they'd be like my tree. The walking sound around the bill. Uh, that, that would need to be <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's what would, yeah. <laughs> just get a belly clown on it, come up one of the nights. We'll just wake up one morning and the walking sound around the bill. And be done. And I'll be like, in a different, I'll be in Cuba or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't be allowed to return to Yeah. <laughs> but if, if I had like, a, if I was running for president or whatever, do you know what I have your, your face like up on the election post? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You have yeah. Like little bullet points of what you do. Or do subsidize gym memberships. Sweet. Right, say fifty percent off gym memberships. Nice. Can't charge more than five off our point. Solid. Yeah. Because like, I think regardless of your views, you charge more for the zero zero stuff to incentivize. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> incentivize. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bring oil and back. Only drink driving. <laughs> You're not allowed to drive sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking walk. No. Points less. Points of five are less. Right. Max price for a point of fiver. Subsidized gyms and a spice bag. You can't charge more than seven euro for a spice bag. Yeah, that's getting ridiculous. This, that's that. Would, like, and it has to come with curry's awesome prawn crackers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, if you're saving it without it, you're fucking getting shut down. Like, see, I think spice bag started off rightly so as working class food, and they try. Yeah, this was like the left of us. Like, this, this is all this shit that yeah, yeah. This is whatever. We fucked this into a fryer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> deep fried and fucked in a bag. Like, and it was fucking beautiful. It was beautiful. And then all of a sudden it starts getting like sexy, like all these like upper class yeah restaurants and all yeah, yeah 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 Do you know and then see Gordon Ramsay sticking yeah, a spice yeah. bag out now and all and then the price just goes up and up and up and then all of a sudden it's over a ten hour spice bag now what price though what price though oh man now we're back to eating three and one <laughs> yeah it's fucking ridiculous fuck's sake you know what you've got me vote Limo here we go I'm sticking that on you I'm not passionate about much but. <laughs> Simple man. That's it. I want to be able to drink, <laughs> eat a spice bag, <laughs> and then I'll have a gym. I won't use it, but I feel better about myself. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder I have one. <laughs> fact, fact, I like it. Yeah, the whole politics world is a mad one, isn't it? It's See, like my because uh, you studied actually. Yeah, like my master's thesis was on uh, voting trends in Irish general elections since the recession. Two thousand eight recession. Yeah, no, no way. Yeah. yeah. What What is the trend? More electorate. Right. And towards more like Well, I suppose repeal the eighth and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But even just in general, like obviously left and right is like very muddy terms. Yeah, yeah. People. It means a lot and also means like fuck, fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those things. But like if you think of like right is uh the government has less of a say in private matters. So the right government has less of a say? Yeah, as in like there's like because the left would be like more socialist sort of stuff. Yeah. So like, the government like kind of controlled housing. Like less private property, all that sort of stuff. Right. Taking like public education, yeah, public yeah, health yeah. Care, Whereas the right is more like everything's more privatized. Yeah. So like you don't get fuck off from the government, but you kind of everyone looks out for themselves. Yeah. So if you have a lot of money, great for you. It makes sense for you. If, if you're poor, it's not that good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously with the recession, a lot of people ended up quite poor Fucked. or like struggling yeah, for money. Yeah. So then naturally they went they more, back. more government mm. protection. So it goes more left. Right. Yeah. Um. So the general trend is left, which is obviously that like. Sinn Féin won the last election in terms of they won the most. Yeah, seats. even that. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? 
it's yeah like it, it, <laughs> it makes sense only because of how the Irish system it works, yeah. doesn't make sense at all but basically they won the of any single party they won the most amount of seats yeah but they didn't win enough seats themselves to have a majority yeah so they would have had to pair up with other parties it's madness and like basically Fianna Fáil Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael who like this this part gets lost in a lot of people like them two boys went to war with each other like Anglo-Irish Treaty Michael Collins Eamon de Valera like that was literally oh who was Michael Collins Michael Collins Fianna Gael right was he Fianna Fáil then, well he grew out with that sort right, of yeah, yeah. but like literally like they would kill each other for being on the opposite side of the treaty and nowadays they sit in the doll together backing each other on votes because and this is like people often say it, and it's quite true like it's just two cheeks of the same arse yeah it's like there's nothing like back a hundred years ago like <laughs> they were killing each other yeah and yeah. nowadays they're sitting there shaking hands having their little fucking cups of tea and their prawn sandwiches <laughs> thinking about what policies they're going to try bring in to suit themselves so yeah Irish politics is a bit bit messed up but like the the fucked upness, fuck upness, I don't know how you would say it, runs so deep that like... Yeah, where do you even start trying to solve it? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's a different podcast conversation. It, is, it, is. <laughs> it really is. Man, um, in terms of like where we're going next, one of the questions that we had that I wanted to save till towards the end was what's the goals for 2024? So, oh, personally, but also for the Malloy twins, you got Anton, for Lee Malloy himself, you want to work on in 2024 and then we'll chat po- uh, Malloy twins podcast. That's a good question. I'm trying to avoid like the simple the cliche ones. answers yeah, yeah. want to oh. get fitter yeah because yeah, i know for a fact i'm gonna cut my boys bags down from six yeah. a week to five <laughs> like no the only way i would start taking my health more seriously is if i got like a serious diagnosis or something <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not i'm not wishing that upon myself i'm just being honest <laughs> uh, <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't happen um, keep us updated yeah i don't know personally it's a good question do you have that comes to mind? No, not major, to be honest. Not the major. Like, I'd like to do a photo shoot, like fitness sort of photo shoot. actually? Yeah. I can't picture you doing that at all. I know, yeah. That's not your style. Even though those pictures that came out on Instagram <laughs> a few weeks ago. Like, like, there's a lot of people who, if they had your physique, would post pictures like that <laughs> daily. I have a girlfriend, man. I can't be doing that <laughs> No. I, it, up until maybe six months ago, it's definitely not something I'd even consider. No. But I think it's more so... I think it'd be cool to have them in years going because I kind of look back on younger years and regret not having as much pictures yeah just of life in general yeah to look back on or whatever else you know that way and I think in years to come especially as I get older have kids yeah. like do all that shit like I'd probably be I'm not really arsed doing it now but I'll be even less arsed doing it then yeah. you know that way so I feel like it'd be good to have that and then could be memories for forever yeah. you know pictures you can look back on and stuff so I'd like to do that plus I've been interested in the gym and stuff for as long as I can remember now at this yeah. stage so I think it's a nice way to cap all that up I suppose yeah. I think that's people always ask us like how different are we yeah I think like those are like some of the in some ways we're like really similar in some ways we're yeah like I different. genuinely don't see the point in photo shoots yeah like even remember you're on that podcast with your man Jonathan yes I think listen back I was, like, oh, I was a bit of a prick there <laughs> but I was like he was like so lads do you have any questions for me before we close yeah, off yeah like, yeah, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't make sense. Salinor, he crushed his dreams, you did. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I saw you on him. Nah, but, like, legend. It's just, I just look at it as in, like, how much of your life you have to give up. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Come, like, for what you get out. Like, if somebody said, hey, I want you to cut down to, like, I don't know, 10% body fat, whatever you would be doing a photo shoot, mm. do a 16 week cut, and at the end of it, I'll give you 2 million. Like, yeah, I'll do it because 2 million is a lot of money. That's like, lie, yeah. Lee, do this, like starve yourself for 16 weeks, live in the gym, and at the end of it, you'll have some photos of yourself with a six pack. And it'll cost you a few quid as well. Yeah, like, yeah, you're all right. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. A, it's definitely a weird one because I was even thinking to myself, like, is there some like existential crisis or something you have to go through to be willing to do that, or is there like is part of it trying to impress other people? Because I know early days for me going to the gym and all there was definitely an element of that. And looking back on it, I'd say I probably had some form of like body dysmorphia or something as well. So I think back to younger Adzi. Actually, anyone who's listening. <laughs> We don't call each other yeah. Adam and Lee, it's <laughs> Limo and Adzi. I only refer to him as Adam if, like, uh, there's an official. Like, yeah, we're in an airport and be like, what's his name? <laughs> Adam. Uh, yeah. I call him Adzi and he calls me Limo. It's weird because Limo's meant to be a nickname, but it's longer than your actual name, but it just flows yeah. easier. I remember when I lived in France, uh, everyone thought I was, like, Asian because my name's Lee. What? Yeah. They were like, so what is your name? Like, Lee. He goes, ah, are you from China? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've eaten so many spice bags. You've it's adopted, so yeah, yeah. But no, it was, it was a legit thing. They were like, as soon as they heard Lee, because the top was spelled L-I. I was like, yeah, no, I'm actually from Ireland. Jesus, <laughs> that is rough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the name comes from. That's madness. Um, what was you were saying? Oh, about the fitness thing, and you were trying to think back to a younger me. Oh, yeah, up younger the... You were. Well, I think most. Yeah, fucking, I know. <laughs> but, but I think most of those struggles and issues. For me, it was around those stuff, but anyone has, you probably wouldn't know because I wouldn't have said it. Or yeah, would, and similarly, I'm sure you were going through shit. I mean, we speak about different stuff throughout the time. Like, remember when you were like 14? Did you ever like lie in bed at night thinking about these things? Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Why did we never like say this to each other? Like, yeah, <laughs> we were both sitting it. in two single beds right beside each other, stressing over the same thing, and both <laughs> was just like lying there acting like nothing was going on. It's fucking mad. Yeah, it's funny, Ari. And then you get older and you're like, what the fuck were we? Like, that was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Making a big deal out of that. That's probably a big takeaway from this episode. Is we take we make a big deal out of a lot of shit in life that oh, over time you figure actually you know what it wasn't really that deep. Most things in life aren't. Oh, they're really not, and that's why I, one of the things I love about the podcast and especially episodes like Owens and stuff like that is you just walk out you're feeling like I thought I had problems, right? I thought I had something to moan about or something to complain about. Just puts you into perspective. Sometimes yeah. you do get caught up in your own bullshit a little bit, and you know I think the world's coming down on your God's course and your all this stuff and then you realise you know what on my worst day I'm blessed to have what I have yeah. I remember I heard a quote before I was like if you could write down on a piece of paper whatever the biggest problem you have right now is write down on, write that down on a piece of paper and then put it on a pile with everyone else in the world you wouldn't be long just taking your own piece of paper back out yeah, yeah. and I think for like 99% of people that's the exact position you're in it's like, yeah. you think you're in this horror, and it's not to downplay, like, everyone goes through shit at times, you know, and, like, God forbid, you're always, like, a few days or weeks away from the next crisis or whatever else that happens, but at any given moment, like, there's just so much other shit going on in other people's lives that, in comparison to that, like, you're yeah, blessed yeah. for what you're dealing with. It's, it's funny you say that. It is true, though. Remember even when I was in counselling, and uh, things were going grand, and he said something along the lines of, like, uh, like you're never more than like a few weeks away from your next like breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now you shut the fuck up. Fuck up. Don't <laughs> yeah. <listen. laughs> it's a lot of bollocks. If you're only used to your job, yeah. <laughs> but now it's definitely. Uh, I think growing up is just learning to accept that most things aren't gonna go the way you expect them to, uh, and learning fact. to be alright with it. <laughs> like I remember when I was going through again counseling when I was younger, I used to have this. I was almost afraid to feel good because. I knew it was going to come to an end. Yeah, and it's like yeah. the feeling of feeling all right and the feeling shit is so much worse than if you just feel shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'd almost hate having a, a good day Yeah, yeah. because I knew that a bad day was coming. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah, I'm going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you're like, am I ill? 
did I make it? And then you wake yeah, up the next yeah. morning and it's back like, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> is this ever going to go? Yeah. But then I think you just grow and obviously work on stuff and mature a little bit and you realise, you know what, some days will be good, some days will be bad, I'll just figure it out, <laughs> you know? I'll have the resilience to get through the bad days, the good days, I'll appreciate them for what they are, the bad days, I'll know that, you know, yeah, the sun yeah. will rise tomorrow, as John Kavanagh famously says, and life will go on. I'll yeah, just make the most of what I have. Actually, I meant to ask you this because I've seen a lot of, uh, not a lot of podcasts, but it seems to come up, like nearly every po- po- podcast was one episode on this, but I don't think I have any, and I don't know if you do either. Conspiracy theories. Uh, do I have a conspiracy theory? Not really. Not really, to be honest. Uh, the big ones are what, like 9-11 and all those things, yeah, isn't it? UFOs, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I don't believe in UFOs. Wouldn't say I, I'm completely against it. Haven't seen evidence of it, but it is. Like, <laughs> do you ever just stop and think, like the the universe and like how big it is? Oh, it's fucked. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the? Do f- you ever see like then there's people who are like they got abducted and got bummed by aliens? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, like, <laughs> this is like there's no even proof that these exist. Yeah, like, you could have just started off at like such a easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he bum fucked me. <laughs> yeah. like, so I got zapped up with the USO. What'd you do? Some shit happened up there, man. What happened? What happened? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but you can't sit down, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Do you have any conspiracies? Not conspiracies. See, like USA. Yeah. And that sometimes I feel like that is scripted. Oh no, she. Yeah, yeah. That even like the likes of, I don't know Premier League and stuff like football matches. Yeah, some of them things are like oh sixth game in a row they got a ninety seven minute winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Right. Yeah, there is some stuff that happens that you do kind of raise your eyebrows a bit. Like, <laughs> or sometimes like if something just doesn't go my way, I'm like fucking rigged against me. Yeah. Like the little. Yeah. That one got pulled that ball out. He knew yeah. well I didn't have that number. I was waiting on seven and he yeah. took twenty six. Known that was waiting. <laughs> so in terms of goals for ourselves there's not too much that personally we're oh, going to be working on I know you did it's alright bro <laughs> it's alright I know you don't have much um, stay fresh stay healthy yeah like I kind of I got through phases but at the moment I'm not really in a like I think long term for the Malloy twins and that yeah yeah but, but like personally life. it's more just like day to day yeah like, what, what am I going to do today is it healthy is it like seriously unhealthy that I couldn't do it? <laughs> no, worry. No, I don't know what your thresholds are for like seriously unhealthy. Does <laughs> it like, put my life in imminent yeah, risk? Yeah. <laughs> and then is it worth the risk? <laughs> yeah. Maybe eating spice bags. Like, or see the way people are going on about the vaccines. You made that decision too easily. Do you weigh up the pros and cons of this before? Oh, not at all. No, it's just like... Not at all. But, uh, <laughs> Impulse. See the way like there's all these things about like the vaccines like 20 years from now, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Could be true, I don't know. But spice bags, like... I definitely think my lifespan is shortened by the amount of spice bags I eat. Spice bag consumption. Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to have serious issues when turning off in a few years. <laughs> it's already started. It's, it's purely related to spice bag consumption. There's no other explanation for it. I can't wait for the coroner to cut you open. See what they find in there. <laughs> I think, like, I just sweat salt and chili at this, at this point. <laughs> in the gym, you always burn <laughs> Get off the big sweat patch after yeah. It's curry sauce. <laughs> So, for the Malloy twins, you got any big plans or goals you'd like to see this bad boy achieve over the next 12 months? Say we're sitting on this couch this time next year, Stevens' day 2024, reflecting on another year of the Malloy twins. What kind of stuff would you like to say? Well, there's like some like milestones that I'd like us to hit. Yeah. As in Share like, them with the people. All right. I'd, I'd, I want to get on the Late Late Show. 
Yeah, definitely. For not yeah, for a few reasons, but also it's just like the like if you had to name an Irish television yeah, show. Yeah, that's like the main one, isn't yeah, it? That or the Toy Show boys. Yeah. I don't know, I think Toy Show be a bit creepy at this edge. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you got this you all got locked, yeah. <laughs> you know the, when you drive out on the things? Like yeah. It's a lot of sound you know, and then just being like a little BMW. Full of wheelie on it. And then like you inflating the car, they all like rats. So get on the late, late, or get the late, late show. I'd love to be go on talking bollocks. Yep. Just because it's like the first podcast I really got into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that first came. Oh, actually, I didn't even listen to that when that first came out. I only started listening to that when they went on YouTube. Okay. Which I think it was like episode like 27 or 28 or something. Oh, really? Like that. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, after a few. Um, But that was like the first, like that was the first time in my life where like I would be sitting around waiting on somebody to release the next episode of a podcast. Okay, yeah. Really? Like I would look forward to it. Deadly. They used to release the video Sundays episodes well. on a Sunday evening. And then like my Sunday kind of like revolved around. That coming out? Yeah. Get a little munchie in, get a <laughs> cup of tea. Um, talking bollocks. Sick, sick. Don't know if there's anything else in Ireland. Um, that I mean, like, I'm open to a lot of things. Yeah, but definitely. I think for myself and you, I'd love us to do those. And maybe a live event, if we could. Yeah, do sick, I don't know yeah. if it'd be a live show or something like a, a meet-up or workshop. I don't know, we brainstorm it a bit. Spice back contest. I don't know how well that would go. <laughs> I'm not that good at eating spice bags. Just yeah, actually, yeah, uh, true. I didn't need to take uh, fucking timeouts and all. <laughs> Parasite <laughs> like, them all, all to get through, yeah. Minutes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, like, grow our following and all that sort of. Yeah. But see, it's a weird one, too, because, like, there's a lot of people with a huge following of people that don't really care about them. Yeah, big time. Not, not like, in that sort yeah, of way, yeah, but it's, yeah. like, it's, it's not an engaged following. No, like yeah. You have 100,000 followers and you get like 10 likes and your stuff and like, yeah, no cares what you post. Yeah, or some of them are just like, I don't know, you could follow someone but you only follow them for one thing. It's yeah, like, yeah, if they yeah. put up a funny video, so it's like, you're their puppet or something, you know, yeah, otherwise yeah, if you put up a video that's funny, they like, and outside I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, you kind of pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. So I'd like, I'd like to grow our following, but I feel like our following at the moment is quite... Like we engage a lot with people. Yeah, like, we try to as much like as possible. Like in stories, replying to stuff, commenting, reply like to messages, that, all that stuff. Yeah. Element to it. And obviously, can continue to grow, but like without losing sight of the fact that we're just two two Clondalkin boys trying to trying to make something happen. Trying to pay off the man that has mortgage. Yeah, if they keep annoying me. They'll be paying that themselves now. And I'm invested. <laughs> they will indeed. Yeah, I'd agree. There's nothing really to add. We've spoken about these things <laughs> for we, the last we have, like, few weeks. Weekly We've, meetings, yeah. Semi-informal, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I go over to Nanny's cup of tea. <laughs> Slice of cake. Nanny, what biscuits do you have left? <laughs> we talk about the podcast. Yeah, two minutes later. Right, that's wrapped up. <laughs> Nanny, what biscuits? <laughs> so, yeah, those are things that we'd love to do next year. And then we're always open to go with the flow as well, adapt. Like, we've had some opportunities that came up this year. Yeah, local stuff as well, though. As, uh, as much as possible, support local entrepreneurs, local businesses. Like, the idea of someone... <laughs> I always think entrepreneurs are like the backbone of a country because it's yeah, always you know, it's uh, yeah I don't know is that like a capitalist or is it I don't know what the the <laughs> phrase would be on it but no you just you're really uh, you're really interested in business and you have a real appreciation for people who will like break the mold and sort of yeah because I feel like without entrepreneurs and without people who are going to take risks there's no innovation and then without that there's no progress and then without no progress there's just like stagnation and then with stagnation there's death. So it's like, it just like has that ripple effect on things. Like, could you imagine, and I don't know if this is possible, but the education system, for example, if that's just left to the government, it's probably just never going to change. 
and, yeah, it's fucked. and everyone will sit there and say, oh, you know what? The education system's fucked. It's outdated. It needs to be upgraded. All this stuff. But until someone entrepreneurial comes along and has a solution and goes and we'll have to fight a lot of shit to get through that and risk a lot personally in terms of finances and everything else, reputation, status, to go and do something that will probably benefit them really well financially if it works out, but it will also benefit the world. It's like, those are the people that I think deserve so much more credit than they get. And like the Steve Jobs of the world. I know he's like a cliche one, but like what Apple has done for everyday people, you know, an iPhone, he started with an idea of like being able to put a thousand songs in your pocket was his idea for uh, yeah, yeah, the little thing. I can't even remember the name of it now when I came out. Things with the walk, like a Walkman kind of device for yeah, the iPod. Yeah. iPod. And it's like those things, like just having those big mad ideas and going and making something happen and then scaling that back even to just local entrepreneurs who have a coffee shop you know, on the street corner and get up and grind their arse off and deal with all the bullshit that goes on behind the scenes just to give you a cup of coffee. Yeah, it's like, there's yeah. so much shit that goes into that. Sleepless nights, the financial risk, the, you know, spending time away from the kids and the family, all that stuff just to go and follow a dream or pursue something that means something to make life meaningful in some way for them. Yeah. In other way, I just, there's something so admirable about us. That's why I always like to try support where yeah. I can. All right, Aji, put it out there. Manifest it. If you could get sponsored by one company in the world Ooh. and by sponsored I just mean they'd give you a load of free stuff free shit actually I have I have, I have some two in mind of what it would be that you think I'd you? say yeah yeah oh. what's right. it Nike yeah it is Nike yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's so predictable <laughs> <laughs> what's the other one it's kind of silly I don't think he uses them anymore but my protein or some like supplement I don't because since Brexit they're paying in the arse to Alrighty. get deliveries from and stuff but yeah Nike just because of the Phil Nye story but like I'm in some ways, I'm a hard customer to sell to, but in other ways, I'm really easy to sell to. Because, like, for example, I would have never had any interest in Tesla or anything like that, for example, right? But now, after reading Elon Musk's book, I was like, if I had a few quid, I'd buy a Tesla. <laughs> not because I give a fuck about yeah, Teslas, yeah. just because I want to support that. Or like, Did you like, see the Cybertruck, truck, Yeah, yeah. See how fast it is? Oh, man, it's sick. What the fuck? It's mad. <laughs> but the same way, like, even Gymshark, that company, I don't really necessarily like Gymshark because I don't know I just growing up I associated with posers in the gym and stuff like yeah, that you know yeah. we're in a Gymshark tank top but then when I got to know about the owners and the founder story like Ben Francis and Lewis and two teenagers growing up made a fitness business coding business and then grew it to that I was like I've bought plenty of gym, Gymshark stuff <laughs> purely just because I want to support the business you know <laughs> that way so if you ever want money off me just like set up a business and tell me the story of how you set it up and all probably buy shit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and easy enough man to sell to. In those ways. Plug it, pull it the right strings. You're like, yeah. take my card. Yeah, fucking take it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are the big goals for the podcast in 2024. And we, we've spoken about it plenty of times before, but it was like me and Lee's relationship was doing stuff together is always something that's number one for us. Oh man, we The could most important thing. Honestly, like if we set up, I don't know if it's even possible, like see on post, yeah, they had no competition. If we set up Malloy Twins Postal Service. Yeah. Like, I don't care what we would do as long as we've done it together. I think we do well at it. Yeah, put our heads to it. Yeah, yeah. try figure it out. <laughs> Isn't Malloy Twins post? Because see, like especially at this time of year. No, don't get me wrong. Like it's a, it must be a pain in the arse of a job. Oh. delivering packages and all that sort of stuff. Say so you get fed up. Yeah, but like there has to be a better way to do it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah so much of the shit you see is like this is so inefficient. I've had so many stuff go missing on me. How many books have like not got delivered to people? Ah oh, man, where did it go? Yeah, <laughs> madness. And like. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying like, uh, I'm not saying I would do a better job in the current climate. Yeah. But it's like, that doesn't even matter what you're trying to say. The point of what I'm trying to say here is, I don't care what we, whether it's a podcast or something completely unrelated, 
Like the, the goal for me with anything we do wasn't it's just to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's cool about this is uh there's like it's always different. Yeah, every week. The person sitting in front of you is completely different each time. The like the flow of the conversation. The atmosphere, yeah. Yeah. And even like there's like a a game kind of feeling. Do you know when you're trying to get like a guest on or something like yeah, that? Yeah, there's a chase, yeah, uh, pursuit or something. How can I Because like there's only so many times you can send a DM to someone before you just like yeah. They're not going to read any of this. Yeah, they're yeah, not, yeah. Blocked. And then you have to get creative and think outside the box. Oh, facts. That's another big lesson I share from this year of the podcast is be persistent and don't be afraid of rejection. Because we've been ignored so many times. Oh, we've yeah, been yeah. told no a lot of times. We got far more no's than yeses. Oh, big time. And then far more people ignored us and said no oh, as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so <laughs> like if you're just going to ask one person to come on your podcast and they say no or ignore you and you're going to use that as a reason why you shouldn't do it mm. you're fucked oh, from the get-go yeah, yeah. like you have to just and i think again entrepreneurship i think me and Lebo have experience running like fitness coaching businesses like those sort of things for ourselves being self-employed so you just no rejections part of the process but i don't think many people especially if you've just grown up going through school go to college and then get a job somewhere else you probably haven't had to deal with the rejection part as much yeah, yeah as yeah. someone else so it's like it almost feels like you're doing something wrong if you're getting those. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what's wrong with me? Why is no one coming on the podcast or whatever else? Like, you're not doing it wrong. You're just not doing enough of it. You know, <laughs> you need to go through a hundred no's and then you'll get a yes. And it's grand. It's not that you're, you're wrong for getting yeah, those. Yeah. It's just part of the process. So I think that's a big thing I took away from this season as well is just to be, be relentless in that pursuit. It doesn't mean you're going to get every single person. I'm not saying like hockey their DMs out of a show about their gaff, knock down the front door, try to get them on. But like, don't just give up at the first now or the first time someone rejects or the first time someone ignores a message. Like, keep going, go back the next time, go to somebody else, go to somebody else. Cause you'll only really fail when you quit trying and when you stop. So as long as you stay in the game and keep showing up, something will happen and take it from us who managed to scrape <laughs> a full season of podcasts out of an idea we had sitting in our nanny sitting room. Fact, like, before the podcast, never spoke to Kim McCartan. Nope. Never spoke to Enya. Nope. Never spoke to Meg Wren. Nope. Never spoke to Jackie Fox. Nope, Paddy Hulan. Never spoke to Paddy. Never spoke to Owen. Well, knew of Owen, but I never had a, yeah, yeah. a conversation with him. Gene, so, Gene, Nina, we never spoke to... Them really, yeah, five, we, five or six years ago, yeah, like a brief interaction with them. So that's what seven of our 10 guests yeah. before we set this up had like almost none, little to no zero awareness of our existence. But it's just life, isn't it? It the more is, you put yourself out there, the more, the more stuff comes your way. It does indeed, it does indeed. Anything else, my friend? I don't think so. It's What's been an hour and 20 minutes or so? People, yeah, Stevens this day, Stevens' day. day. People are probably getting touristy. Yes. Some indeed. 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 There's some scraps with the family that need to go down. There's a stuff and Sambo to be had. So I think we'll, leave we'll wrap that, it up. Maybe. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you, everybody, for listening in, as always. As we said, this is the final episode of season one, but it's not the last of the Malloy Well, it could be, but hopefully it's not the last of the Malloy Twins. <laughs> we will be back for season two, kicking off in the new year. First episode. Actually, I wanted to ask you a question. Oh, yeah, go ahead. If I died, would you keep doing the podcast? Uh, <laughs> this is like when your missus says, if I was a warm, would you still love me? Small <laughs> <laughs> point. Yeah, this <laughs> is. Um, yeah, you have my permission. To keep going with it? Yeah. I do something in your memory. Not sure if it'll be the podcast, but there'll be some something something for Liam Lloyd to live on with. You wouldn't remember the quote, I think we said it on three episodes, I'll say it again here. You die twice. First time when you're buried in the grave, second time, the last time someone mentions your name. Liam Lloyd would never die. Nice. Well, I'm going to get gargled, so 
<laughs> if you don't see me in season two, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> With that, we'll wrap it up. Thank you all for the support. We'll be back mid-January, I'd say, for season two. We'll have all the updates and stuff like that released ahead of time. So please keep updated. Follow us at the Malloy Twins on Instagram if you're not already. Thank you for all the love and support so far in 2023. It's been an absolute pleasure from both of us. Have a happy, healthy, safe new year. Wishing you the best in 2024. And we'll be back. Go with me, Lamar. Agwiv. Agwiv. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>